What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio with my just, co-host. Uh, just making, just uh, making those knobs work, you know. You know, we're sliders. We're we're, we're, we're live, pal. We're live now. This is. I feel like it's more of a live show now. You know, I can still kind of hear it. Too. I know. I still got it going. You know, just it's kind of going in the background to kind of keep the show going. I'm Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio. This is the B Show with my co-host. It's today. still lingering, man. My co-host of the day. Oh no, my name is still Ernie. No, uh, Michael Vergar. How are you today, sir? Doing good. Doing good. It's uh, it's it's getting it's dark. We're at that point in the in the year where uh, in California and San Francisco in this city where it's it reaches five, the sun's down, and it's getting wet. It's, it's getting not it's wet. not raining, but it's getting wet. It's foggy. Yeah. Foggy wetness. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. I like the cold. Yeah. I'm a big fan of winter, well, the cold. Welcome uh, to City Weather Radio. Uh, uh, you know, Survivor Series, yeah. um, and then whatever pay-per-views in December. Uh, the anniversary of this show. Oh, yeah, that's this weekend on Sunday. Happy yeah. anniversary, Michael. What'd you get me? Uh, right here, it's... Uh, I mean, you really put me on the spot here, man. I, I was trying to get a bit, and now it's, it's gone. Timing's all off now. Sorry. Yes, I just don't matter. Anyways, um, guys, if you want to wish you get me something, I, I, I wish you a happy anniversary. I thought that was good enough. But no, they people say the thought that okay, matters. Well, first of all, you're giving me. OK, what you're giving me is just a, an acknowledgement of the anniversary and you're expecting something uh, like a gift in return. Like, I you're just giving me props. A, That's I, it. I didn't expect a monetary gift. I just expected a thank you. Hey, but, you know you what, know Corey? What? You're an entitled millennial. You know what? Oh, well, I am an entitled millennial. That needs to be a sound effect we have. Yeah. But anyways, how are you today, sir? I th- you already asked me this question. It's going great. You yeah. know, the weather, we're at this point a year again. All right, all right, all right, all right, all uh, right. It's the B Show here talking about NXT, uh, AEW Dynamite. Some news. Some news. Some stuff happened. Uh, you know. Stu- and the shit never stops, wrestling. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay up to date with all your latest wrestling news, uh, especially our newly active Instagram page, which has like a new story posted like every five minutes. I know. It's it's, it's it's just like boom, boom, boom. I might promote one of our our, our lower interns to uh, social media. Don't call them lower interns. Well, call them interns. You're right. It's just uh, we got to work on these work semantics. We we don't call them that. On, I don't even think air, we can right? hear this on air. Yeah, okay, yeah, on air. Okay, right. on air. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have a social media manager. But until then, follow Instagram and our stories at CW four and five, and uh, yeah, that'll be fun. So be great. Let's get on. Let's get in some news, shall we? Uh, wrestling news happened this week. So what are we going to talk about first? Uh, the I mean, the man might as well just like probably one of the big, probably the biggest story this week is the CM Punk being in WWE backstage Tuesday unannounced. Unannounced. Uh, so after a five-year absence from WWE programming, uh, w- or CM feels Punk- like it's been longer. <laughs> Five years? Five 2014? Years. Yep. CM yeah, Punk years. has resurfaced on uh, the episode of WWE Backstage. <laughs> we found him. <laughs> uh, Renee Young introduced him, and Punk entered the studio to cult of personality, uh, walked to the camera. He says, it's as simple as this. Just when you think they have the answers, I change the culture. What? Wait. I would, That's what what does that said. even mean? Change the culture? Like He says, it's as simple as this, Michael. Come on. You don't get it? He what? says, just when you think they have the answers, CM Punk changes the culture. It's I mean, simple, I, it's, def- it's definitely like it's definitely like a reference. It's an indirect reference to Roddy Piper. 
Like, you know, I, well, he did make that promo. I, just as soon as they... Oh, I, you know why? I'm going to say something. I'm going to change something here yeah. and tell you what to That's do. exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. No, but um, it's... I'm not really that surprised, honestly. Like, yeah, no, it happened. Like, it's it had, like, this rumor or this news piece has been kind of just floating around at this point. I just don't think anybody, like, really saw it with any with any fervor of it and the yeah. fact that it happened like i don't see every and like the whole world exploding over this which you would probably think it should be uh, so it's just, i don't think anybody's really surprised in a press release uh, well no one's surprised because when did they build this up and he did, came back on like the end of a show that like aired what midnight east coast time or 11 p.m east coast time i think it was like eight o'clock here so 11 p.m yeah it starts at 8 p.m here right it starts at 8 p.m but then it's eastern time so, so 11, 11 it starts at five other way around no they're ahead of us oh then it's five o'clock for us okay yeah it's fs1 so it has to be live okay yeah they do they do that shit live okay so eight o'clock yeah uh eight nine o'clock so nine o'clock hour no one even said anything about it and then all of a sudden we should just get tweets everywhere Sandbox i we i think we got to double check on that actually i don't know if it's actually eight o'clock or they just like i'll do air it on tape delay I don't. I don't really know. Are you trying to set up for a soundboard? Is that what you're trying to do? No, <laughs> no. Uh, but um, it's. You know, everyone's just gonna make that. Everybody, I think, and he himself is probably gonna make that uh, distinction that oh, he's signed by Fox, not WWE. You know, it's a completely separate deal. Like, I, I don't I, think anybody's in the world is kind of buying that. I love the the meme. You know, the, you, you the, the meme spon- with the guy. Yeah, I no, think the you, SpongeBob meme. Oh, the SpongeBob you know, meme the, where he's like, you know, like. The, oh yeah, the the one with the cat, like small letters, uh, bigger letters, small letters. It's like, letters. yeah, you work for Fox. I was <laughs> thinking about this other one, other meme where it's like the the guy whispering into the the, the girl's ear. Yeah, and he says, "Actually, well, actually, CM Punk is signed with Fox and not WWE." Um, I don't really sense like the, the, I think the reason I'm not really sensing, and this is just my perception that there hasn't been this much excitement or buzz. I mean, of course, there is buzz over the backstage show, but then just excitement over Punk's return is the fact that it's with WWE. You know, with uh, I know, like there was there was that moment where like Punk really was playing footsies with AEW for like a hot minute and that's what everybody it would be on brand for someone like him or it would be on brand for him to sign with WWE nonetheless you, it's just I was just about to say that people would just kind of just throw like would, would just be willing to just throw the throw him under the bus saying oh you sold out like or blah 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 and I'm like you know it's stop having so, like so much of a strong opinion <laughs> you know what I mean like you could talk about it and think about what, what you think is going to happen but like when somebody's like oh this guy sold out he went back to so fucking what the guy did what he wanted to do you know what I mean the guy's back in WWE he's but for the backstage but, show but think about this Corey like he, this dude like granted he was against a lawsuit by a doctor employed by wwe wwe was like involved with that case like they funded that dude's legal defense like just think you think this was like less than a year ago let's, that these guys were just had like these guys had a lawsuit like, like let's, let's had, really like, think about huge it, medical reparations let's think about it, repercussions though. i mean cm punk is gonna if he goes to WWE or he is with fox or whatever I mean, come on he's gonna man. get the it's, most it's amount, he's gonna get point. the most amount of money for something with the least, least amount, amount of, of dates and least amount of dates. He can get a Brock Lesnar type uh, contract if he goes back to wrestling eventually, if he goes back to wrestling. But you think that's right something now, he would actually want? No, like something he would actually like. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll retract that question because I feel like that's exactly what he I mean. I think want. I think he wants to be a re- I think he wants to wrestle again. 
Uh, there's yeah. there's a reason why. I'm but not- I just remember when he was champion. Where he well like yeah, it's granted it was a while ago, a long time ago. That actually. was when I didn't really like analyze when, wrestling. When he was when he was champion, like he really, really, cool. really wanted to be the locker room leader, and I just felt like felt like he would just be against his own personal you know message if he were to take a deal like a Brock Lesnar type of thing. Because I don't think he's the type of person who would just put his like foot in the like in the puddle, like dip his toe into the puddle. I feel like he would go all in on that stuff, but he would also want these sort of special requests like pretty much i remember the Starcast uh panel that he did like he kind of broke down when he found out that seth and becky lynch they, oh, well, they took a week off and he like he that's just that that you can tell that stuck with him yeah, he's like they like, have they, vacation <sighs> they can take time off and i think that's probably something that's probably like, a catalyst of him like deciding like you know what honestly though and hey and you know what? Like they probably paid him a fuck ton of money for. There's this. a reason why CM Punk went to WWE in the first place, and there's a reason why CM. Punk well, because it was 2005, and that was like your only like actual. That was times were different when he signed. All right, still, that's still, very. It was a very very different landscape. It, in my opinion, there's a reason why he went to WWE in the first place. There's a reason why anybody goes to WWE in the first place. Um, it's because they dream of being in WWE. I can't say this for sure about him, <sighs> but know. there's a reason why he's going back. I'll say that. I mean, like and he's a part of that. Of money. He's a part of that generation, which I still think is existence today, yeah. where they still believe in. They still really believe in themselves of going above the above the adversity of what they've been told. Like they think they're special. They think, you know, they're gonna despite all the terrible things you hear about the company, they might, you know, have that might be the special one that they get to Vince, they get to Vince's head and they, you know, have a collaborative effort and all that other stuff. But it just doesn't happen. I feel like it's enough, enough, enough people have signed into that company where you kind of just know this is your ceiling and this is what you are going. This is where you are, your place in this company. And I just think, you know, yeah, no, and I also think that there's and the amount of people unhappy in that company, like it's it's the list is getting gr- is getting longer. Honestly, uh, unhappy in the company. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of those things, you know. I don't know. It, it it's it, I don't know. It's one of those things. They. I'm just gonna stop doing this. I was gonna try something, but now it's just playing a commercial in the fucking background. It's just come on, man. <laughs> I need to just pay for the YouTube. Um, people are going to go WWE if they want to go WWE. They're going to go back to WWE if they want to go WWE. You know and what I mean? Like, and it's, it's kind of, and it's kind of a shame, honestly, because you got to, I feel like if you're at that point where, cause nobody's signing long, short term deals, nobody yeah, yeah. anymore. And you really just got to think about how, how you, how you yourself is actually going to, where is your ceiling? You know, yeah. like I'm just going to say right now, like Jake Atlas. Like he's still doing his indie dates right now. Well, like, his uh, his last scheduled indie date. It's even it, the show is um kind of advertised um, as Jake Atlas's last appearance in, in all pro wrestling this weekend. That's the all pro wrestling universal. I champion. just don't like. With all due respect to Jake Atlas, as talented as he is, we know we have seen we have seen people who can do what he can do in that company. Yeah. What makes it? What makes? What does he think he can do? To well, make the thing, the thing is, I think because I, no. Here's the thing: I just don't think my my whole entire stance of signing into WWE in 2019, getting a contract, you know, signing a long term deal with it is, I don't think WWE is the place where you go to be your best self, to fulfill your your highest potential. You know, no, but you like I said, it's one of those places you can go where you can spread your message to a bigger I, audience. I and don't think. On, well, on. the thing is, they have complete control over everything you do. Sammy Zayn. Uh, 
Sammy for Syria is the one thing that's on Twitter. That's never ever presented on television. You're right. He's an actually. He's like he's he's a swarmy ass heel over there. But if the amount, do you think you'd have the amount of Twitter followers if he wasn't in WWE? Do you think you'd have the response he had to that if he wasn't WWE? I don't think so. I don't even like. And I think there's a reason why he's still there, spreading that message of Sammy for Syria. He wants. They want you. So you think. So you think that signing on to WWE, you get you, you the perks that you get is its built-in audience. By just by association, that and um, the amount of. But know, think about, paycheck. but then yeah, but then, but at the end of the day, you're still a wrestler, like Sammy, like Sammy for Syria, like yeah, that's great. He, why not just if you if that's all he wants to do, then be a freaking philanthropist or something like that. Like, but then at the end of the day, Sammy Zayn is a wrestler. And I'm not saying he can't be, he can only be a wrestler and all that stuff. But then like, look where he works at. Yeah, but they're I think doing I, fucking deals with Saudi. They've locked down ten year deals with Saudi Arabia. Trust me, Jake Atlas, what, like. Trust me, Him, okay. it's one of those things. It's like, I get it, you know, especially with Saudi Arabia. It's it's they hard. they they sentence home people, homosexuals to death. That it, is a puni- that is a crime punishable by death. And you just and the, and you sign on to a company where they wanna they wanna like do deals with them like to a co- especially like as like as as bad like hold like holding your main roster hostage in that yeah, whole entire situation. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Well, I, I I just can't. I, I can't. do hope. But you know, I just don't I want Jake the best for him. I just don't want Jake Atlas to you know whip out an i like a, an iPhone Notes app one time asking for his release because you just you kind of just know you want the best for him. You, you want, want the you best want to see him. this guy succeed, or at least the best of what he thinks. You know exactly. You know, not like oh wait, Jake Atlas lost this match. Hey man, like if he's happy, he's happy. Like if he's re- he could he could end up being Ricochet, where yeah he's a he's a pushed act, but then oh my God. it's it's you know. You can see the ceiling, like as far as a high. I know he's a high flyer or anything, but they're not. They're only going to push him as far, and and who knows how long Ricochet, how pushed Ricochet is? Because my God, did you hear? But you see about him um, pimping his win loss record? Like apparently he has, uh, he's like number one. Ricochet, <laughs> yeah, it's oh. kind of crazy. No, I didn't know there was a win loss. Who's keeping track of that? Just, you know, somebody is. Him. You know, <laughs> not him, but then you know, Casey? there's somebody there. Is Casey keeping track? Sure, why not? Wait, did they break up? Oh, you're talking about Casey Cananzaro? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, no. Anyways, CM Punk. CM he's Punk. Back. So, what does this mean? Do you think this means he's back in? Uh, he's going to be back in the ring anytime soon? They said. Well, right now, for what I mean. Uh, right now. Well, right now he says the, he'll be appearing, quote unquote, periodically. So it's not even going to be a as weekly a special gig. contributor to the show. <laughs> as an emergency push yeah. button for our ratings. Of our ratings. That's why. I mean, like it's. He'll It'll be, be interesting. No, like I'm, I'm definitely interested of what he thinks. Uh, what he like, he, he definitely th- says that he doesn't watch the product. He definitely needs to watch the product now, and yeah. we'll see how critical he is or not critical he is about whatever is thrown at him. Yeah. Um, as far as wrestling is concerned, like there's, I mean, there's always that. Never say never, man. I think with Sting, I think, I, the only I, thing's for sure is nothing's for sure. I think the biggest thing that was holding this back, CM Punk returning to the ring, was for, CM Punk. I think it was him and his decision I, and, you know, and the lawsuit and just everything yeah. at play, you know, CM Punk was saying, no, I don't want to return. He was saying, I'm not going to return to wrestling. But what, here's the thing, like, yeah, say he wrestles. I, what is a CM Punk wrestling match in 2019? We don't you know. know. Like so much, the the style, just think about it, the style has changed will so much. Out, will he come out with his MMA gloves? The standards of, like the standards of a good wrestling match has changed so much in the past hell Four years, less than five years. Well, he even said you in know? that that panel at like he, Starcast that he can't even keep up with someone like Will Ospreay. Yeah, he would not be able to. 
He said, like, I, I can't like, do even that. Like, even at CM Punk's peak, like... He said he could have a match, but he can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's never... I don't think he is capable of, like, oh, like a five-star Matt Classic. Yeah. I'll say that. And it's just... Even if he does wrestle, like, how... What, what kind of wrestling match is it? Is it just going to be him doing the bulldog? It's just... I was always a fan of CM Punk. I was a big fan of CM Punk. Oh yeah, no, like at his, like I said, like he at his peak. You know what's funny? He wasn't. I never considered him one, one like among the most athletic wrestlers. But then he was. He kind of has that aura that like what Ambrose has. I mean, Ambrose, what Moxley has right now, where it's not necessarily just a, a like a. It's a fight. You know, yeah. he always seems like I always equate CM Change Punk the culture. I always, I always equated the back the back then, like when CM Punk, um, whenever he wrestles, it's like Will Smith in a movie where he just gets his ass kicked all the time. He just yells and he just like just takes a bunch of shit, but then he wins at the end. Uh-huh. Like that's that's kind of what I see in CM Punk. But then, like again, like I said, I only get that style will only get you so far. Yeah, yeah. and maybe like maybe doing a light like a very very light schedule would uh would do him service but then hey the only way to be good at wrestling is to wrestle to wrestle yeah, yeah. that's that's what that's the saying but um, but i think we're going two steps far ahead of that i kind of do want to see what what he'll bring to the table backstage or like do you hear the reactions of everybody like seth rollins tweeted like fight me did you see my ricochet's like me first me ricochet's also respond like me first me first I, I tweeted seth i was like come on seth it's like you know we have to wait till mania for and i wonder match. what Corey graves thinks about all this. oh he'll maybe punk will be on the podcast oh yeah the the, the what is it called i completely uh, forgot fucking cory grave graven with the Corey. graveyard with cory graves <laughs> graving it up with grave gravy with gravy town with because graves. no because i there was those tweet i remember like a tweet from Corey Graves one time where he just made a bunch of these passive comments towards CM Punk. Like they, they considered each other best friends and then not anymore. What loyalty. Yeah. That's the thing is like he, he actually, a lot of people said he cut cut himself off with people from the wrestling community. That's what seems strange to me. You know, is it that strange? I mean, like he seemed complete. He really wanted to have nothing to do with, you know, wrestling. You think he just had a change of heart? Not even change of heart, just like he just doesn't want to. He he just wanted to completely just you know a, cut off a digit went down sort of from his thing. bank account, and he's like, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. No, but and, and I'm wondering. I really do wonder what the backstage show will even what they even talk about. I think they should just. I think right off the top, they should just ask CM Punk like, why are you here? Yeah. Why are you here? What is what's they're, changed? They're not gonna. They're not gonna ask that, dude. They got dude. It's Punk, back, but then it's backstage. CM Punk. What if they you, no? But if backstage really wants to yeah. hone in what they want, what they were selling to really just bring up their end of the bargain of what they're advertising as, I like agree. a behind the curtain kind of like backstage kind of thing. I agree with they that. They should. They should lift happen. the veil. It's you know, WWE, dude. It's not WWE. I mean, okay. Who? Who? Yes, you're in. A, in a certain sense, you're right. There's only there. It, when is where do you draw the line and that sort of thing? But if they're if they really want to really sell this whole oh CM Punk's gonna be like oh behind the veil kind of Seth Rollins tweeting oh god wait you know, this guy needs to get off Twitter he's tweeting at me I would me. love that I would honestly love CM Punk commenting on like you know what the hell is like why isn't Seth Rollins over why isn't he not even like why isn't he over but then like they why is he getting booed like they can they can still maintain a certain sense of kayfabe. Towards this, without they're going to talk about Samoa Joe's top five places to eat when he's in Chicago or something like that. I'm sure he does have a top five places to eat in Chicago. You know, that's a pretty interesting. Yeah, I want to know. I feel like Samoa Joe would know where he. All right, let's. uh, Oh, two things before we move on. Um, AJ Lee, does she come back? 
to WWE. I did see on her um, on her tw- on her definitely face, interesting on her Instagram this morning. She it worked out for the first time in a month. Uh, the, right after CM Punk, it definitely that. opens that possibility. Definitely I don't think, does. yeah. And Bailey posted that picture with her. They're all in shape, you know. Like it's not like they have any horrible injuries. Well, I know all, he got that staph infection, but like it's all about getting um getting ring ready. You know what I mean? Ring ru- yeah, you got ring rust is real. Ring ring rust Triple is R. real. Ring rust is real. But let's continue. Let's continue with some but more. But then he's wrestling. Yeah, he's wrestling, right? He's gonna wrestle. He's gonna wrestle. Yeah, that's my, what everybody says. That's what I think that's, that's what, what I, you know. And I, I, and I right now nothing's official. But I don't, and, I I, and I don't blame you for thinking that way because like this is come on, man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and dude, his merch will be fucking back up in the WWE shop. I'm sure if it's not already. It'll be back up. Very. He very has soon. his alumni pages back up, and his um, his pro wrestling t store was taken down. If there's only one shirt left, CM Punk sucks. Oh, I think it, they take it. They took it down completely. Oh, wow. that was the last shirt that was left, and then. You know, it's a uh, it's a shame. It's because uh, I know myself included really was kind of looking forward to his, you know, his entrance to AEW. That would have been such a good get for AEW, but yeah. you know, some some things just don't work out. Yeah. Well. Oh well, it, it, it's one of those. Nope, nothing on there for CM Punk yet. Um, oh well, we'll continue. Let's continue. And it's gonna. It, and the story's ongoing. You know, who knows? What if, like, by a month or so, like CM Punk is just gonna have another, just fucking like fuck all this, fuck all y'all kind of thing? Because he well, does. He's not bound. As far as I know, he's not bound by any contract, long term contract deal with Fox. Remember, he signed on to Fox. He could just be out of there. He could. He could probably like walk out. He probably not even make it to Tuesday next week. You know, I mean, he has to have some sort of something that finds him there for a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure next week he has to be. I remember there. appearing periodically. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is a certain amount of date. Ew, there's a Hulkamania WWE belt. I'm just going to get off this fucking website. That's a disgusting belt. Come on. Stay, stay on course here. Okay. But, uh, CM yeah. Punk back. It's never going to end. Never going to end. It's never going to uh, end. Let's move on to some more, uh, say, controversial news. I mean, it's definitely a hot button issue. It's a very sensitive subject. I'll say that, to and say the least. And just because uh, ACH, ACH, Jordan Miles from NXT. Uh, yeah, which he winner asked, of that he tournament? Asked us not to call him that, so I'm not going to call him ACH, or I'm not going to call him Jordan Miles. I'm just doing it for the audience who I don't know. know who ACH is. I know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Jordan Miles, aka ACH, which I just said I wouldn't call him, but I just did. <laughs> <laughs> what is? It? What is it? Uh, says he qu- in a recent Instagram video that was deleted. It was Instagram. I thought it was Twitter. It was sorry, Twitter. Twitter video that was recently de- deleted. Uh, he says, um, uh, first he says, I have as of today, I have uh, uh, quit the WWE. He says, I he goes on to start saying a bunch of uh, expletive words, and uh, he says, I will not work for a racist company um, that have held my people back. Uh, I'm doing this for the culture. Um, I'm he not considered work Jordan. Dates. Yeah, he con- you, he said, don't call me by Jordan Miles. That's my slave name. You know, it's a. Uh I mean, Meltzer commented on that um, on his show earlier today. Like he's saying that, well, yeah, like you may think it's your slave name, but you thought of you thought of that name. Yeah, and I just thought, yeah, I mean, that's kind of. I did say this before the show. Like there. it's, and we were talking about this. It, it is one of those things where it is 
WWE just wants to have some sort of control over him. Yeah, because he, you said earlier, it's you. You told me that you would uh, si- uh, superstar signed on to WWE to NXT at the perform- performance center. They make a list, and then WWE that's what I thought chooses I heard. that. Yeah, like I thought I heard someone. I say gotta believe past, you. Like, there's no you, real you create a list of names, and then they go through and go, no, no. How about this? You know, we'll yeah. try this, and we'll try this. It's kind of a veil of power, exactly. On their part, um, I understand. So it's like we're, we're letting you choose your name. Like, yeah, no, I'm hey, making. A List and you choose it. It's all right. You choose this name for you. It's fine. ACH. And like, it's not. We can't, you can't be a Hardy. Come on. There's yeah. already the Hardy boys. And it's. We confuse it. But then it's also something not. Like it's it's. We can only we can only speculate. Oh, we can only talk about what's in front of us right now. And let's know? talk about the video because yeah. the video goes on. He is very. Um, uh, very angry in the video. If you haven't seen the video, he he looks like physically like he wants to he, scream. He kind of just comes off like he comes off as somebody who's just not in a good place right now, no. like mentally. Well, either n- not and that's and that's also something you don't want. It, that that's also very a sensitive topic. Like people have been people, speculating whether yeah. this is a quote unquote mental Kanye, breakdown. Kanye West move, as people I've heard, you know, say that like you know, yeah, like a mental breakdown, like live in front of everybody who follows him, and um, you know, or was it just somebody pushed to the limit? You know, so. Somebody who just couldn't take, you know. Yeah, even then, like I kind of someone do, who actually thought he was yeah. being wronged. And again, I know we're saying this out loud and saying like, you know, bringing this sort of thing up, but it has been brought up, and I just don't think it's it's not that fair to say it. I don't want to, you know. I don't, we know just don't know which one it is. You know what I mean? It to me, if it is something like he is just he was just pushed the limit and he's pissed off and you know he's had it with WWE. I mean that's that's, that's what he's saying in the video. Totally, We're only referring to the. Video. I totally my personal opinion. That's that's cool that you're standing up for yourself mm-hmm. at least. It, you shouldn't go about it that way because it's a little slow. You kind of went after some other people. Yeah, uh, other the, the, the whole Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal, thing. and uh, that's and that has not endeared him to he went after parties outside of WWE. And that's another thing is that any other company now within the wrestling world would AEW want to hire him now be just because you know like well what if we just did something he didn't really like that much you know what i mean would he strike well, back it's just that it's just that the way he's kind of conducting himself exactly it's, no the way he's kind of it it comes off as i don't want to again i don't want to call it unprofessional because we just don't know we're not there you know and saying that there are way there we're I'm definitely saying that um I'm being very careful with my words here that he there are definitely aspects of where he should have gone about it a better way a little differently yeah. a little differently and just to a point where it's just not really like we said before it's not very much not you're not really endearing yourself to people outside of WWE oh it's a very polarizing um item of news because it's one of those things people now there's people who absolutely dislike the guy and there's people who fully support the guy now too you know what i mean it's yeah. back and forth it, it, it's hard to sit there and choose sides for me it's uh, it is what it is i hope the best for ach in whatever he does happiness happy Just exactly happiness, all else, happiness um and yeah that's all i hope for the guy because now in, at the end of the day that's all that really matters so He's he's he he by all intents and purposes saying he wants to quit. He's quitting WWE. Now we don't know if and again, of course, we don't know yet if he's actually you know out of that company. But say he does, you know, say he does. What kind of precedent does that set for everybody? Everybody who's made it clear that they they've they asked out. for their release. They you know, you're Mike the- Bennett, you're you're Harper's, you're Sin Cara's. Like Sin well, Cara was as early as last, this week. You okay. know, I will say this though. 
for a company that has frozen a lot of people's contracts, for a company that has tried to keep people there as long as they could just so they couldn't wrestle somewhere else. The balls in WWE's court and I'm surprised, I'm surprised people haven't gone out on Twitter and flipped out like that before. You know what I mean? But then don't you think that... Because, well, if you have a company that's driving people, your employees, to act like this, then something is wrong with the company. Especially with this amount of people. Exactly. So you're not having everyone flip out like ACH just did. And, you know, given it, he flipped out on Twitter. And his situation is it, granted a little bit different from everyone else. I understand that. Yeah. But, you know, if, uh, you know, if Luke, Har- Luke Harper is unhappy, you know, it's made if, himself if, clear if that he's very is clear. Revival, uh, revival as early as today. Sasha Banks at one point didn't come back. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? The list goes she on re-signed. and on. Yeah, and then she came back and resigned. Yeah, so I don't feel bad for her. But uh, it's it, it really is uh, we're like it's, you're really we're really at a crossroads in regards to like a lot of people signing these contracts who are just not happy. Yeah, and it's the numbers growing. I da- I don't da- they're dead. Okay, from what I've heard, like you know Meltzer, like he says, like there are people who are you know wait, waiting this out, not saying things. <laughs> And then there are people who are just, you know, being a lot more vocal about it. But then like the fact that this amount, this amount of people are like at this, are feeling this way really says something. It does. And uh, I hope both sides can come to a, some sort of agreement and everyone finds happiness in the end. And especially I just age. don't know how you go about this if you're WWE also. Like what? You give him, you, you, you bring him back in the company. You, there's, you, you put him back on television. Like it's just, there's just so much baggage involved. Find him and release this. him. I don't know. I, 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 and, I, and I, if I, you release him, that's just, you're just, but you're releasing, some, you're, you're putting him on, or releasing, putting on a plate for the competition. Something like, you know, you you know, some sort of stipulated because you, you I just don't think AEW is, like you said, AEW. And I don't, I don't want think, them to do that because it's like me sitting here speculating on that. Every time I hear about someone taking WWE side, I get this like weird, like, that's a racist stance. Yeah. Meltzer because, says he should go to Japan. ACH? I feel like he'll be he'll be pretty good there. Oh yeah, ACH wasn't he already in Japan? I mean, yeah, I believe he already wrestled. Like in when Japan. he was signed with ROH, he did stuff with them. Exactly. So, um, it's 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 hard. And to say. it's also again another story that's probably not over. What the, this? Oh yeah, um, it, it's it's hard to say. I, I ongoing. I, I hope it's an ongoing that. issue. It just sucks every time I hear someone go. Well, you know what? Like it's just okay. Well, calm down. ACH whatever he did you know it's let him figure out his shit and you know but then he but he's also you know the whole the whole problem is that he's dragging other people down other with people him. down with him yeah yeah I, I, yeah it's hard to say but yeah. um, from down to up let's go check ratings the ratings the AEW ratings yeah uh, after a week in uh, which NXT came into the closest beating AEW last week uh, this week, uh, we had an average of uh, 9, 9.957 viewers for All Elite Wrestling. AEW that, Dynamite. That is quite the significant bump. Uh, Dynamite finished fifth for the night on cable TV for the 1849 demo. Average a money demo. Uh, 0.43 rating in that uh, important category. Um, the number is up 22% from the previous week. NXT on USA was down 8% in the total viewers, going down to 0.75 uh, viewers in the 18 to 49 ranking. Uh, finished 22nd on the night. Uh, Wardlow was a draw, Corey. Wardlow. <sighs> Wardlow came. Wardlow definitely came. Yep. He was coming and he came. He was coming. He was coming and then he came and left. So 
Oh, clean up all the way up. Wardlow. So that that that. I mean, anything else you want to say about the ratings? It's uh, it's definitely a big win for AEW this week. You would think, like after a number like they did last week, you go being at around the eight hundred range, yeah. like a, a a jump from a leap from that. So like a leap, I think. I think like a leap from that, like and that volume, you can't you can't cast it, but nothing but a positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they gained. Is you think it's you think it's off the the full gear. Uh, pay-per-view yeah yeah no it, it, I, i'm wondering what the numbers are for that actually for full gear yeah i wonder what i mean do you think oh i think pay-per-view numbers it, it takes a it's a bit longer. it's a bit later yeah well, anyways aw while we're still on the subject aw let's get into reviews shall dynamite we? dynamite a- what's the date today uh today's the 14th so it happened on the 13th yep well november 13th 2019 it's was our movie of the week? Oh, goody! What it's kind of a big deal? I saw the ending of it. Like, there's that. I don't want to go to spoilers, but it was a. That's a thing. Yeah. It, Would it, you? Did you see that first? Did you see that movie? Yeah, I liked it one a lot. Um, it too sucked. It, 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 it too was weird. Really? It just it went to this like, weird sense of like craziness for no fucking reason. Yeah. I'm like, why is there a deformed monster old lady running around the house naked? So I saw like so you know some like I was waiting for dynamite to start. I saw the ending of it. It just, it just seems like Stranger Things rated R. Rated R. Stranger well, one Things. of the kids is from Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, so. especially. So anyway. Yeah, that's it. We get a re- complete recap of full gear, and we get to see all the finishes in motion. Something you don't like. It's like they actually show a full video of the finishes of each match, which I normally you don't see in from wrestling companies because you want to you want to sell the replay, you want to sell the you know what's yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. buy the pay per view if you missed it. Look what you missed. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, we get an update on Kenny Omega after looking through the car muffler like a little munchkin, aka that black, that terrible looking black eye that he had. Like it was clear that How, how's Moxley doing? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah. So he asked, he asked the physician if Moxley is cleared. He said he is cleared, but Omega isn't, and to take the week off. And then Michael he just approaches Michael Nakazawa and he says, oh, um, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you guys. So looking to check, de- de- it was such, dejected. It, it was such bad acting too, because uh, what do you call? I think. It was the music that made it worse. Well, the guy was just like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, you got, you got to take the week off." How, how's Moxley doing? Oh, um, it was like a soap well, opera. Well, he, he he's he's pretty banged up, but he was cleared. So I'm sorry. But I'll Kenny. say this I'm though. Sorry. I'll say this though. It's nice to see someone selling a loss in a meaningful way. Like the fact that Kenny Omega lost. This isn't just a throwaway thing. It's, he's not being Kofi Kingston. You know, not just going after the tag titles right yeah. a week later. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it makes that it makes that match important, which you which you really really need lately. Yeah. You know? Like even if you do lose, let's make it matter. Which I liked. Uh, Moxley comes out through the crowd, and he's facing Michael Nakazawa, as we saw earlier in the video. Nakazawa drops the oil away to distract Moxley and starts throwing punches to Mox to no avail. Lariat from Moxley and works knock on the corner. Paradigm shift, pin, and win. And I was dreading thinking this was the only thing we'll get out of moxley tonight but no he gets a microphone and then he asks and he asks uh and he like he asks the front stage assuming that's just gorilla saying does that one count that That counts right yeah that was good which i feel like is the point of this whole entire match anyway um well no michael nakazawa was yeah he has his reasons but also hey come on let's bump up let's bump up uh, moxley the guy threw away his baby oil and that was the worst decision because he's the king of oily style and he should have just oiled himself he, up. Okay, remember, just think about this. He could have slipped he, out he, that paradigm shift. Yeah, but then he, remember, he lost at AEW Dark using that oil against Sean Spears. You, maybe you change the strategy, you well, know, probably. The only one way to find out, Corey. Use, only one yeah, way to use find. the oil. What? Rematch. 50-50 booking. 
He says a lot of things and says whatever he wants about him. No, he, and say whatever he wants about him. He's but he's not a liar. He had no gum in his mouth either. <laughs> yeah, because he's it's not he doesn't have gum all the time as we think he would. He says Kenny Omega will never be the same again, but he has respect for him. He calls him a radical son of a bitch because he has the balls to he has the balls to step in the ring with him more than ever and no one else does except for nakazawa yeah (laughs) he just had a match against yeah michael nakazawa like literally came into the ring like willingly yeah uh he's on a pilgrimage he says he's on a pilgrimage to scorch the land of AEW one broken neck at a time ouch until he's the last man standing and questions if anyone wants to question their own mortality to go up against him if you're going to step in the ring with moxley you better say bye to your loved ones and have an ambulance on speed dial which i mean 911 is a you know is a pretty speedy dial you know Yeah, yeah. I thought this was an excellent like showcase for Moxley. You know, he coming off that really, really you know big win on Full Gear. Uh, it just a notch on his badge. You know, I thought he looked great because Moxley is great. Mox is God, and that was it. Yeah, I do like that. Do you see? You know, um, not chalk line, but the was it Nerds Clothing? They have their own line of wrestling jackets like that that are like the bomber jackets, and but they're like all elite wrestling style. Of course, of course, they're awesome. There's a Mox one that I really like. Yeah, Dark Order versus Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy has Marco on his back, and as he runs around the ring, uh, high-fiving all the fans, Marco flips Dark Order the bird as they reach where they are. Uh, I Mar- thought that was really great. Marco came out wearing one of Luchasaurus's masks. Yeah. So, uh, if you watched Being the Elite, you would know that. You know Corey. what? I don't have time to watch Being the Elite. It's that, only 20 minutes long. That makes it a three-hour show. You know what I mean? I just... I, it's it's uh, being the lead has been whatever lately. It's just pretty much B footage for um like B roll for their for their shows. It's just now. like the, the stuff you would see on WWE and like backstage. and interspersed with like thirty second sketches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't blame them. Baby source. Yeah. Uh, cheers for Marco Stunt, which you love to see. Uh, Marco and Uno to start. Catwalk Santon from Stunt to Stew. I like that. I liked writing that down. Evil Uno tries to bridge Stunt out of the ring. Uno attempts to send on Atomico, but misses. Another sent on from Grayson to the apron, which looked impressive. Flatliner from Stunt to Uno. Grayson stops attack, but makes it anyway. Tope Suicida from Jungle Boy to Grayson. Hot tag action all around. I thought Jungle Boy looked freaking great in this. Oh, movie. Jungle Boy looks always look good. Yeah. A stereo Tope from Jungle Boy, but is stopped with double knees. Nightfall backbreaker from Grayson to Stunt. Fatality for the pin and win. Wait, fatality Dece- for the pin? It's called it's called fatality. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was a. I thought it was a decent match. Um, people are always going to have their opinions about Marco Stunt. Um, I thought he looked <laughs> all right. Um, I uh, Marco Stunt, he's cool. He's no, he's a. But like he, when he's, he's up there, he has a great reaction, and he's he's bo- like the he takes the fall. You know, he it's not like he's killing the business. Like he's it's just not like has, he's not pinning Brock. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What you I mean? know. I mean, he is. Kicking out of package power drivers, that's always going to be, that was always something that has irked a lot of people, but I mean, who cares? Wrestling. Uh, yeah. Wrestling's wrestling, dude. Yeah, wrestling's wrestling. Uh, Marco Stunt, he's he's believable, but at the same time, when he's standing <laughs> You're going to piss a lot of people off saying that. But when, at the same time, when he's standing there next to, like, Evil Uno, even Evil Uno, I'm like, dude, Evil Uno could just fall on you. He'll take shit. He, evil Uno takes shits bigger than Marco Stunt. Yes, he does. Well, that's his thing. That's Marco Stunt's thing, and I just can't fathom why that would piss anybody off, really. Well, people get really angry over that, which I just don't understand. Fucking, yeah. Uh, that was a physical sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> Uno gets the mic. Marco. 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 He's a creeper. He's a creeper, damn it. Like the yeah, it's because like Uno, like he, of course, the guy with the mask talks in the microphone because that's always going to sound great. 
Before yeah. Stunt grabs them. Okay, so yeah, Uno gets the mic. He puts over Marco and tries to recruit him as a creeper. Before Stunt grabs the mic, Jungle Boy stops him. And, <laughs> and before the creepers put the mask on Jungle Boy. No, they beat him down. And then before they put the mask on Jungle Boy or Marco Stunt, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you get a horse. No, not that page. Um, Luchasaurus comes out. How was a dinosaur? I had a horse? really bad, bad typo on these notes, so bear with me. Luchasaurus did come out. Yeah, Luchasaurus yeah. comes for the rescue, beating up each creeper one by one before heading looked to the ring. He, no, yeah, he looked. He still looked injured. Yeah, looked it was very slow. slow. But there was a really, really great spot where he does a spinning kick to three creepers at once, which I thought it's comical. Whatever, he's a fucking dinosaur, so everything's comical. Yeah, um, choke slam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like Marco and people are complaining about Marco Stunt, but like, there's dude, a guy playing look, a dinosaur. Like, look at, yeah, look at the, but he's not in the title picture or anything. Like, he's in a match in a certain segment of the show. He has his place. It's not like he's, like, having seven, he's trying to have seven-star classics with Kenny Omega or something. You know, there's, it's still, it's kind of what AEW's mantra has always been, wrestling for everybody. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And there's an audience for Marco Stunt, that's, and that audience is loud as shit, too. They, they do a different type of match for everybody. Yeah. And that's, can be cool, but then some, also people can be like, this is kind of weird. There's also, you again, it's just, you have to go about it in a smart way, too. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't want to run into an identity crisis with all elite wrestling, which I feel like AEW has yet to fall into that problem. Yeah. In my opinion. It can always change. Uh, fans are losing their shit. Yeah, spinning kick to three. Cho- oh yeah, he does this one spot where he does a uh, Luchasaurus does a choke slam to a, stu- a standing shooting star press to Grayson. You yeah. know, yeah. maybe he's not injured as he thinks he is. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to try it out. But yeah, uh, they oh, all that, that hurts. and, that and hurts. then they all hu- all three Jurassic Express members hug in the ring. It was a nice. So moment. Uh, my question is, why was Marco reaching for the mask? You know why was why, why maybe he's like maybe because he's a little boy and it's just like just you know t- like he'll anything given to him will just the, be the like power, anything the new. The power consumed me of the mask. So, yeah, it's the new urn. Uh, yeah, he earned there you it. Go. Like, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, and then right after that, lights go out, and I always forget, and I'll probably never remember that Sean Spears has entered the arena. <laughs> And to make matters worse, here's Peter Avalon. And I just was thinking, like, are these two fucking people, like, are these two fucks going to have a match against each other to f- see, like, how and big of a tune out this show is? But here's Darby Allen Skating to the ring. Skating to the ramp and then smashes it onto the steps. Someone you just want to show mama to. I... Darby Allen is fucking over like motherfucking roll. He's man. so good. He is so good. He has this personality. There's, this, he just has this uh, natural personality to him, where like you have no, you just you you're drawn to him. Yeah, everybody do- likes him, and he doesn't have to, and he doesn't really say much. He just has this aura to him, which yeah. you just normally don't really see in a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Peter Avalon tries to dive on both Allen and uh, Spears, but misses. Nobody in the pool. Elevated arm drag from Allen to Spears. Avalon gets drop kicked to the floor by Allen. Spears prevents a dive a suicide dive uh, and tries to pin for a two count and then builds heat on allen joey janela then comes out to beat down spears and rushes him out of the arena and now it's just allen and avalon uh up and, and then up and over coffin drop pin and win like i said darby looked amazing tonight i thought he his offense was you know fast and crisp as usual um and then, like I, and then I, at this point, I wrote in my notes. I look forward to his eventual match against Moxley down the line. Oh. And wouldn't you know it? They give him a mic, and he says, "John Moxley, I accept." Um, 
Yeah. And I just thought fun. to myself, no, Moxley, he's too young. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. No, it's going to it's gonna uh, result in some sort of uh, like Shota Amino thing, I think, where he's going to pick him up. Under his wing? He's going to pick him up I at don't the think end. that's, I think that's a no, disservice no, Mox- to Darby. Moxley's going to win, but it's going to be like a fucking. He's just going to carry him. It's, but it's going to be a classic. He's going to pick him up and hold his arm up and be like, pat him on the back, let him sit yeah. there. Because it's, it's giving him the rub. Can I say something about Joey Janela? What about him? You don't like First him? First off, love the hair. Uh, yeah, pigtails. He had Great. Uh, like braided Cherokee. He had a like, really, really amazing promo on All Elite Wrestling's uh, Twitter uh, Twitter account. Really? I can't, yeah, he just calls he calls. Oh, I like Joey Janela. Don't get me wrong. I just, when he came out to go after Sean Spears, it was kind of like, oh. Oh, we're back at this again. Oh, you know? he's 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 here. Okay, great. No, it wasn't like oh, we're back at this. It was just it. He, he lost the match at full gear. It, it was no like bam, Joey Janela's here. It was just like oh, what? Oh, Joey Janela's here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because like because we've had this, and he was like doing this like it's comedic. continuing. He was yeah. doing this comedic like come on. Oh, I like that. I, mean, I thought on. it was dumb. I didn't think it played into his character to me. Um, so, but I love Joey Janela nonetheless. I hopefully he went in the back, had a white claw with Jim Ross. And at least after the show. Yeah, you know. Nella Rose squash match. She faces Danny Jordan. It's a squash match. Who was it? Oh, Nella Rose. Danny yeah. Jordan. Nyla Rose. Danny Jordan. Nella Rose wins. Yeah. Danny gets some offense in. Nyla no sells power pump. She win. was in a dark mood I, that night, Jim Ross said. She's in a dark mood because all she is is and all she does is wrestle in dark because, you know, I don't think she's very good. I it yeah, I wonder. I mean, granted this was what exactly it needed to be, but it's this was just a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, yeah. We have a Dustin Rhodes medical update. Everyone got fucked up, huh? <laughs> like, think about it. Just like all Cody's friends are dead. He had a radial bone in the forearm. He's back in like three weeks. That was it. Three weeks or three months? Three weeks. Okay. Oh, fuck, dude. Like three months for a broken bone? That's kind of fucked up. Three weeks sounds pretty short for a broken bone. Like an actual break? Like to me, that's, I don't know. I'm not uh, a doctor. Corey? Not a doctor. It's fake, dude. It's not real. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then they and then they announce a dynamite dozen battle royale, and the rules of this is pretty much as a it's twelve men, twelve men enter a ring, and then the and the last two are just wrestling a wrestling match. So it's pretty much the New Japan Rumble, but then the winner, the winner gets a diamond ring. Where does this lead? I what think the, it's di- I think it's Diamond Dallas Page uh, presenting oh. the diamond ring. He's gonna give he a would diamond, have to. He's gonna give a diamond cutter to someone. Uh, not a diamond cutter, but I would just love. I would just love for him to present the ring like he would do the like his hand signal with it, just in the middle. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know what this is. It like, has to it's be an just angle. because yeah. everything they're doing it goes to something else, and I got more to say about that later. But can you find twelve people in AEW to put together all at once? It'll be Sean Spears, Joey Janela. Um, and then a bunch of, like Brandon Cutler. Um, the- That's his name. I completely forgot his name doing these notes. <laughs> oh, and it's I, so I think I found out the story behind um, Penelope Ford. Uh, she's dating Brandon Cutler now. She used to date Joey Janela, and now she's with Brandon Cutler. Oh man. So that's why, Damn. yeah, awkward. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, whatever, man. It's they could be, they could. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe everyone's adult, cordial, and adult about this. Yeah. Still though. <laughs> All right. Tony Schiavone interviews Allie. She says she's known what she can do at dark. And just like every Tony interview, we get an interruption. Like, uh, Tony just cannot catch a break here. <laughs> awesome Kong and Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Allie attacks Kong, but overpowers Allie. And then they take her hair extensions. Again, another thing. Not a showcase week for the women, honestly. Um, I just there to establish. Each maybe, week, it, we're, it's we're just establishing foundation. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get it, but. I mean, we could we could do better than this, honestly. 
So at this point, this was like I, I so at this point I felt that the last thirty minutes of the first hour was pretty lacking. Yeah. And like I have to think that most of the top talents are selling for what happened at full gear. Yeah. Or this was all deliberately designed to uh to cater to the ratings, you know? Maybe yeah. they know what what's what works and what doesn't work in each hour and We'll see where we can go from there. Analytics. I mean, it definitely worked. These guys got a bump this week. Analytics, man. Yeah. And I think Buck should have wrestled a rehab match this week. But well. when I wrote that down, I didn't know what was, what was to come. I should stop doing that. Le Champion, Chris Jericho is here. We get scattered booze, but Jericho is still very much over. He calls himself the greatest of all time, baby. Uh, he demands a thank you to every AEW roster, back office, side office, front office. He calls Nashville people jackasses, calls Cody an entitled millennial son of a bitch. Center, and then we get the centerpiece that's up, and you would think, oh, well, guess Cody's Wrestling's coming. in my blood. But turns out it wasn't Cody. It was MJF, and Ugh. he gets the full cody Rhodes entrance treatment to the music the pyro the fire yeah no dude you gotta pump that shit up if you want to do his mjf yeah yeah so molten heat as i said earlier tony says chris needs to think sorry <laughs> tony- I, got, I got that clip from uh, nwa power sorry okay tony says chris needs to thank mjf which i agree um, he asks if they don't like he asked MJF asks the audience if they don't like him very much and if they're upset about the towel throw and says your favorite wrestler's career is over he calls Cody the real villain he Cody wouldn't give a shit about anyone but himself and that MJF is the only person he knows wait and that MJF is the only person that, that knows Cody that knows Cody the yeah. best yeah I, I didn't proofread these <laughs> calls Cody a user and abuser and resents Cody for asking Cody to be an MJF as a mentor. He says he's too big to be under Cody's thumb and that he's better than him and he knows it. He refers Jericho to his Mount Rushmore of wrestling and heard from a little well, birdie. He said he would be like, he said, you know, if you, you would be in like my fourth third or fifth or third or fourth uh, uh, edition of there's it. There's no hierarchy in the Mount Rushmore. It's who's there is there. No, he's saying like, yeah, yeah if yeah, he yeah. made three different Mount Rushmores, Jericho would be on the third or fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Edition, whatever. And then uh, he heard from a little birdie that they want to. Jericho heard from a little birdie that they want MJF to join their circle. But MJF heard that from Jer- or from someone else that yeah, Jericho was, wants him to join this inner was a back, circle. Let's just say there was a back and forth about this for about, say, about two minutes too uh, long, in my opinion. It was I, great. I, 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 I kind of liked it, but I said, like, okay, guys, we're. Uh, I feel like you guys are stalling. I did like the whole... Uh, he what, calls it... Yeah. Chris, what do you say? He calls his inner circle the inner circle he's, jerk. He's like Christopher something... Christopher and he said, "Oh, Sally, or, crisscross applesauce." Yeah, crisscross applesauce, and then he called MJF. Uh, was it Maxwell sell seashells by the seashore? Yeah. I did like that a lot. It's very, it's fair. He it's held his own against Chris Jericho in the ring. I feel like that promo. was kind of the point, honestly. And it fucking was great. Uh, Chris references him wrestling Juventud Guerrero one night, and they got MJF's parents horny, and MJF was born. And then Tony interjects in the commentary saying, "I have to laugh," which I always, which I always think is great. Yeah, uh, they do a bit where, they, like I said before, like they do a bit where they just yell at each other, I'm but agree. You, Tony Schiavone's the one. But here's in AEW, be like, you want to smoke a joint? So here's the thing that was kind of, um, which I thought it was actually kind of a subtle nod reference to a previous Jericho uh, bit that he did with one Kevin Owens, where they um, they were uh, they were going back and forth and seeing who was the who's the biggest ass uh, like jackass who's uh, who's the biggest jackass, yeah, and yeah. then they they on a three two one they both say Roman Reigns Roman Reigns yeah I and then that. there's the Cody and the MJF no the, the Chris Jericho and MJF thing where they do the same bit but they say Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes yeah which you know callback no not a lot of people caught that um, 
MJF does like scarves. Yeah. And then after that, they hug. Uh, Cody comes out, but, uh, but the positions and PAs try to stop him. But he... Uh, he's not cleared. He's not cleared. He's not cleared. You're not cleared. You're not and cleared they kind of huddle behind him. And then he just sort of slips out of them, both of them. Oh, and no. he, he just outruns <laughs> them. And then right off the bat, Cody fucks up a power slam to Jericho, but attacks MJF. Um, Excalibur kind of covers for him, saying, oh, he doesn't have his equilibrium yet. He's still selling the effects of the match. Good cover. Um, we then get Marty Skull, but irradiated with Gamma. No, it's actually Wardlow. Yeah. Uh, he slams and beats down Cody, then hangs him on his tie on the side of the ring. So, I thought, granted, the the two minute like two minutes too long thing aside, I thought this was a money segment. MJF and Jericho, uh, they played off each other real well, um, and I just thought this was an absolute breakout promo performance from MJF, like his his best work yet. Is MJF you know? in the inner circle now? I don't think so. I think I, mean, I, I think, think so these either. guys. I think these these guys just have like an association with each other. Like but they just respect up. each other. But then he, they don't really. They're not in a formal. But it played, not, they played it up like he is in the inner circle. Like it I was think they're like, just in good terms. And they hug. They laugh. And then all of a sudden Cody comes out and it was like, oh, okay, no, so he's they, in the inner circle. No, no that's I, just what I kind of got from it right then and there. Yeah, I don't I think, think about it. I don't think that's the case. But then yeah. I do think that like MJF, him being. It is a bit of a detriment for MJF, a little bit, that he might just become a mouthpiece for Wardlow. You know, this he's just a, he's just Jake Hager for to uh, MJF yeah. to, for MGF to Jericho's. I mean, yeah. Wardlow is to MJ is uh, to Jericho's MJF. Hager. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Yeah, they got it. Words are hard, Corey. I know. I um, but yeah, Wardlow, day. he's back. He, he came. He came. He's there. He, he's there. He's yep finished the rubber match hangman adam page versus pack uh damn it the pack entrance was on during the commercial so no bastard from justin no bastard call from justin you know the he's a bastard yeah or that song which i really like it um immediately after the bell they go at it real fast kicks to the med se- midsection from Pac. arahara moonsault moonsault from pa- uh, Pac, which you usually see page do shooting star press misses from Pac. drop kick from page and a tope suicida pop a powerbomb from page to a two count a mile a mile a minute go at this point cowboy shit chance springboard nothing countered to a high kick f- uh to pack from page Missile drop kick from Pack, another one for good measure, focusing on the neck, which is a, which tells the story of the match. Slam slam to the apron, Arhar moonsault to Page, discus elbow strike from Page, wrist lock German from Pack, big time Larry from Page, yin and yang chemistry with these guys, honestly. Yeah. Low blow attempt again, like they repeat that spot with the referee, um, pushing to the referee to the corner for him to be distracted, but again, pa- uh, Page uh, intercepts that, but then Pack counters it with an enziguri. Uh, super kick from Page. Pack possums Page to the corner and attempts a brain buster to the chair. Pack and Page. Yeah, but Page counters with one of his own, but on the floor. Bookshot Lariat for a two count. Uh, Pack confides to the corner, but kicks Page in the head until he's rendered unconscious. Black Arrow and Brutalizer for the ref stoppage and the clean win. And no, excuse me for a second. The rubber match victory to Pack. I thought this should end it. This should end the. This is the problem. This is most likely the blow off feud. I hope so. I mean the blow off. I, again, I hope so too. And, but it also just hammers the fact that like these guys just just work so well together. You know, this is probably this this isn't as good as the full gear match, but I I liked it all the same. It was cool. You know, um, but we'll see where it goes from here. I think Pack is. You know, one of the, one of their best talents in that company. Uh, it's I don't I don't have a real sense of direction for him. But then, as you know, the, we'll see where he goes from here. Yeah, Page, and even more so with Page since coming off this loss. What do you do with him now? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Young Bucks and Proud and Powerful. Uh, Nick 
um, okay, so it goes to the it goes to backstage, right? Yeah. Immediately, and you see Young Bucks and Proud oh my Powerful. God, let's go backstage. What's uh, going on? Nick slams Ortiz onto the table. Santana dives onto Bucks and officials from an elevated position. Nick gets slammed into the bathroom door, and it opens to reveal Orange Cassidy, which got a huge reaction. That's another. And then, that's someone else who's just super over, man. Him, and, Darby Allen. And then you see Santana's face reaction when he sees Orange Cassidy. He just has this like amongst like the best uh it's the first time we've seen like actual respect shown to orange cassidy like they just they just slowly close the door because it's just so weird well because he was like i'm I'm gonna leave you be i'm gonna leave you be i'm gonna close it uh santana slowly closes the door as they continue to beat each other up in picture in picture commercial which i can't see because i'm at the mercy of the tnt app oh no we get back and it's spilled onto the arena the sock filled with baseball becomes the equalizer as proud and powerful become triumphant santana hit the baseball are we sure they're baseballs I mean, they say they're baseballs. I'm kidding. You know, uh, he hits the like baseball. Yeah, the the baseball into the sock into Nick's legs. Matt gets power bombed to the table, Ricky Morton style. Not a table, like some something, someone else from an elevated position to uh, yeah, yeah. to a stage. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, they well they they spray paint the circle first. Yeah, just which because, I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they say this is our target. We're putting you through this. Yeah, Ortiz tells Santana uh, to stop fighting. Like Ortiz tells Santana to stop beating on uh, Matt Jackson as uh, Brandon Cutler kind of intervenes in the situation. Uh, intervenes in the situation, and then the camera, like in the camera, cuts to a close up to Ortiz, and he says, "Guess what." We lie, and then he just proceeds to beat on Matt Jackson a lot more. I thought that was amazing. And then Private Party comes to stop everything, and so is this segment. Yeah, I thought this was a really cool beatdown angle. Cool. I fucking love Ortiz so goddamn much. I sometimes it, it, it's confusing sometimes when they're continuing the beatdown during the commercial break. Um, I know it's picture in picture for me because that's how I see it. Um, but it, at the same time, it's like a little like, well, what's going on? I, I want to hear, you know, it's like uh, sound matters to you. Yeah, I think they but Very I feel like so. But I feel like they they would you would think they would know that, you know, they would design around that. There's a ways to work around stuff like this. Yes. Yeah. And then at this point, we uh, get an announcement that next week we got a Santana or Ortiz who aren't named proud and powerful in this graphic. Interestingly enough, versus private party in a tribute to Matt Travis. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, is they, they that say was the, the, to Matt Travis? Yeah. It was. Yeah. They oh. like Excalibur like specifically said they wanted to private party is uh no or um Santana Ortiz are dedicating. I wonder if to all four Travis. of these guys are really close. Were really close to Matt Travis. I feel like I mean they, a lot of people were affected by the by the news. I know, passing, but so. you know there's got to be a reason why yeah. these four guys are in a match in a match dedicated. I think it meant more so for Santana Ortiz because granted, we're, I don't know where private party is from. Maybe they know Matt I Travis. From, I think they're from New York area. Yeah. I'll check. No, they're from. <laughs> From somewhere where you need an invitation. Yeah. Uh, but then we also get Which an announcement for Darby Allen versus John Moxley. Next week? Next week oh. in a regular ass match. Oh, um, what? What? I'm licking my chops. Okay. God. So I'm hungry for this some, match. Something to look forward to, honestly. Dynamite's going to be great next week. Looking forward to it. Uh, and then we go on to our main events. SCU, SCU. versus Jericho and Sammy Gavaro. SCU do their worst. Ta- well, come on, man. <laughs> SCU do their worst town bit. Um, Jericho has an overall of 7-0. I did like the fact that uh, when Scorpio <coughs> Sky came out, he said, it's been a minute. Let me see if I, let me see if I still got this. Because they haven't done this on TV. I don't Be- think. Uh, gee, I wonder why. Because it's a, it's a heel thing. Yeah. But I love SCU. Uh, yeah. They look like the guys that go drink tequila and eat tacos. So, and c- listen to, um, uh, what's that band? Daughtry. Oh, yeah. Daughtry. Yeah. But like it's, at some like yeah. surfer like cantina in like San Monica Beach or something like that. Santa Monica Beach. Sounds fun. 
Kazario, Kazarian and Jericho start things up, which is kind of surreal to see, honestly. Yeah. A Kazarian and Jericho match on national television. Uh, Scorpio Sky does a spinning back breaker to Sammy. Spanish fly from Sammy, but misses a shooting star. Hanging neck breaker from Sky. Hager prevents an SCU later, in which Christopher Daniels does a tope suicida to Hager to write him off for the night. And then it's just Sky and Jericho for a good bit. Jericho does a code breaker, but... Ki- but Scorpio kicks out TKO from Scorpio Jericho kicks out and then we get a surprise uh, inside cradle for the win for Sky, uh, from Sky to Jericho yeah what you handing him his first Jericho's first loss in AEW not singles match not a singles match and I, and I think that's and I think that's really cool because you have your it really really puts over the tag team like the tag team division because your world champion in the singles division gets pinned in the tag team in the in the tag match against your tag team champion. a couple weeks ago when Jericho was walking the back and he was looking at Scorpio Sky, huh? You're never going to get a match for this. You're yeah. never going to get a match. Or he like he mentions it. So yeah, no, it, definitely. It, Scor- I think it says a lot that Scorpio to. Yeah, no, and it makes sense that Scorpio Sky will most likely down the road, huh, as early as next week get a title match I think against two, Jericho. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Next week he's going to come out and call him out and say I want the title match. Yeah, and so and I think it makes sense because Jericho could win that match because it's a singles match. Exactly. Yeah. And it really and it really creates this level of consistency that you really don't you really take for granted in wrestling. And I think it's and it all lies on Scorpio Sky. Like that was yeah. a huge that is a huge win for him, but not just for the t- but then not just for him, but for the tag team division. And I loved and not a lot of people notice this is just that Jericho's selling of that loss was really good as well. Well, I liked it because it played into his character of this like kind of uh, mid-age rock star who you know might uh, he got caught might drink a little too much bubbly and yeah. even MJF said that earlier in the night. You know, and so like it uh, it also like puts you know puts over the fact face, that Jericho like, can be beaten and it's not and it's not like I think it just made everybody look good. Yeah, honestly, everybody gained from this. Yeah. Yeah, unexpected finish. The right person won. Hella interesting direction for what seems to be a Scorpio Sky versus Jericho program. Um, look, he's been looking great, Scorpio Sky. I don't think he. I, I think it'd be too early for him. To, he's not the guy to be Jericho, no, but no. you know, it's a good. It's a good thing to see. Yeah, you, know, you like to see success in any which yeah. way you can. Uh, fast paced episode. Uh, you could tell, like I said, you could tell it was designed for ratings, but I thought it was just an overall pretty good show. Thank you. I, yeah. I also think Christopher Daniels is one of those guys. He looks like he would uh, dr- help, yeah. like drop the team off to yeah. soccer practice. And I saw, like, and what I said earlier about the last thirty minutes of the first hour, I was really kind of just feeling the effects of just, you know, we're coming off full gear, but then we also don't want to run our the people who were on that show to the ground with like another match. Or, yeah. So they 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 smartly designed this. You know they. They they had a, they they had a thing with MJF, yeah. you know. They had a great great promo, uh, and it just it kind of it was a great, another good show. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. I appreciate that you. for your AEW review. Uh, but let's continue the show. Let's continue to the most important two hours of wrestling on Wednesday night. Is that what he really says? No, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure really he does says? at p- points in time. But NXT taking place at uh, Full Sail University. Um, oh, that is my NXT notes. Not um, So we kicked it off with uh, Leo Rush versus Angel Garza. A uh, magnificent match. Yeah, I heard uh, nothing. Like I heard, like out of the out of the night, out of the two wrestling shows last night. Go back and watch this match if you haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, I do like Angel Garza comes out and uh, you know who's sitting ringside. 
Leo Rush's wife. Shoot wife? His shoot wife. And guess, so who, they're really guess getting... who gets a kiss blown at her? Oh. Ooh, by Angel Garza. What a... Angel Garza. What a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky heel. Uh, it was a massive dropkick to the back of Leo's head as uh, Rush goes for, you know, he does that bottom rope uh, springboard stunner. Uh, Angel Garza catches him with a dropkick to the back of the head. I saw a gif of that. That looks... That looked dangerous. Uh, moonsault powerbomb to Rush followed by a kick out. Uh, we had the winged clipper to Rush, followed by another kick out. Uh, he tried to go for another uh, massive uh, super wing clipper off the top rope, uh, reverse into a, I think, uh, sunset flip powerbomb. Uh, Leo Rush hits the final hour for the pin and the win, but at the end of the match, um, Garza's foot was kind of on the rope. It was a blown spot. It was. It, it was, it was his blown. foot was supposed to be on the rope, and the ref was not. From what I heard, it was a blown spot. But um, so he gets his foot on the two, but it comes off, and I think Leo Rush even pulls his leg back, yeah. uh, pulls Garza's leg back to where it's not touching the rope. Although the ref should have called it once the foot touched the rope. That's an automatic rope break. Um, if you don't know that already. And I do now. Now you do now. And now you know, and no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Um, so this will probably lead to a rematch going down the line, which I really like. I don't know if the title should be taken off Leo Rush. I really like Leo Rush. As I don't the think so. Ch- champion. Uh, Angel Garza, though. Angel Fire. Garza is, he is on the come up. I like that him. dude. He has a charisma. I, you think he's, be- <sighs> well, right now, I think, granted, given the setting that Garza is in, he's doing way better than Carrillo. I feel like there's more upswing. He's more, there's more upswing with Carrillo. He's more over than Carrillo. Seriously, Carrillo's probably making more money than Garza. So, I mean, who's doing better? You know. Yeah. Uh, that was hey. I I, I just remember. I just remembered. We saw a match between those two. When Chase Center, two hundred five live. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. They d- uh, we chanted Culero. Yeah, we chanted chanting Culero. Yeah, I wonder who that was. Then we kick. You in- just said we. I know. I was. Anyways, we kick it off to our next match: Aaliyah versus Zia Lee. Uh, Zia Lee, I feel like she's getting better and better by every match she does. Um, she's she's pretty over in the NXT crowd. Um, they're really trying to market her yeah. because you know uh, WWE is trying to be more prominent in other countries, especially countries like China. And I believe she's actually from China, right? So. Yeah. Um, mainland china too so, yeah. So, yeah so it's someone that um you know the people of that country can recognize with and kind of identify with uh but i think she's super great at the end of this match though there was uh i don't want to say a blown spot but there was a hurricane kick to leah to Aaliyah, and the penny in the win after the match so the trainer runs down to the ring because Aaliyah had her nose busted open um what's her partner's name Aaliyah's partner's name uh not tynara not tynara you you liked her for a while vanessa Bourne. yes vanessa Bourne came in first and kind of saw her and then that's when the trainer runs down uh gives her um something to block the stop the bleeding it was a like a towel and you even zaya lee they're holding zaya lee back and you can tell she looks like she's like oh fuck did i just bust her open god i'm sorry (laughs) like she had this look she was kind of concerned (laughs) And that's, you know, whatever. I don't. This wasn't the only concerning spot of the night. Oh, not on NXT. It was a nosebreaker of a night. Um, Then we have a Finn Balor promo. He comes out and says, This is what NXT turned into. What the bloody hell? That's not a good Irish accent. Uh, Complains about all the little boys crying on social media. Then he starts focusing on Matt Riddle because, uh, you know, Gargano's out injured. So he can't have a match with Gargano at TakeOver. Um, Then. Yeah. Oh, we forgot. We neglected. To mention that on the on the news spot that yeah Gargano is off the takeover card, um, yeah, and so <laughs> they don't we don't really know the extent of the injury, but 
if I were to guess, it's worked. No, because he's he actually no he concussion. No, he's actually he's actually for real out with a neck injury. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. They, uh, oh, if yeah. it was worked, they would they wouldn't do the match. That's true. And so I would just imagine like people are always wondering like what could have ha- possibly happened for this to like do this, and I'm like, isn't it obvious? It's the freaking Ballard. 1916 to the floor because if he didn't if he didn't have um if he didn't have neck injuries before why would they do that spot yeah exactly no so I agree. like it's it was accidents happen you know and we could we, and finn balor should know a thing or two about accidents in ring yeah then uh then we have horse dick attacking finn balor from behind cool matt riddle i'm not i'm right. <laughs> not acknowledging that yeah. uh balor then runs out of the ring uh out comes the undisputed era surrounds the ring uh out comes champa and lead try to even up the odds i gotta say though like um just not to i gotta say though riddle versus balor is one hell of a consolation prize like, I ultimately ultimately i think the Gar- gargano and balor would be a better match but yeah I mean, we don't know yeah, we don't know <laughs> Um, Chomp and Lee, I said, come out to try to even up the odds. Lee says he starts focusing on the champ himself. Adam McCole challenges him to a match. Roderick Strong, he uh, he takes offense to that. He says, you don't challenge a champion. You know, you don't go after him. Lee, that's when he says, I don't give a damn who it is. Somebody get in this ring. And uh, that's when Roderick Strong gets in the ring and they have a match. Keith Lee versus Adam or Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong. The two go back and forth. We have a superplex to Keith Lee by uh, Roderick Strong. I don't know why I keep calling him Adam Cole. Uh, Strong then bounces on each side of the ring. Lee knocks him down with a massive clothesline. Undisputed Air comes out. Uh, so does Riddle and Champa. Balor takes out Riddle. Jackhammer to Strong. The pin and the win by Keith Lee. After the match, Undisputed Era attacks Keith Lee. Dijakovic comes out, cleans house, and Dijakovic is now part of the War Games team. Him and Keith Lee shake hands because, you know, they do big guy shit. Respect. Spec knuckles. Yeah, they were, well, you're big, I'm big. You want to be a master? You want to be my big team? You with this little bald guy? That's exactly how he sounds. Yeah. Great. That was, Is Keith Lee in this room right now? Wow. Well, no, that was Dijakovic. Sorry. Oh. Well, see? That was so good, you didn't even so know. Good. Um, so uh, the, the official team right now is Dijakovic, Keith Lee, and a mystery partner. Honestly, I really don't know. <laughs> like, I, I can't guess anybody. Angel Garza. Uh... It's got to be someone big, like I don't know, man. I, I legit and, don't know. And, what this uh, and like, and I feel like there is somebody there because good, good lord, look at how many people are in that roster. Uh, Fabian Eichner. There you go, uh, Walter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Jessamine Duke, Marina Shavir, and Candice LeRae all taken out backstage. Um, Scarlett Bordeaux is at the scene, so everybody calm down. Her and Triple H are checking on them. Scarlett cool. Bordeaux was in the. the oh, footage. I know. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention that because I can't not mention Scarlett Bordeaux. Yeah, of course. She was a, oh, her signing was kind of a, kind of a big, it wasn't a big deal, but it was quite an item. It's interesting to see where she goes in NXT. Then we have Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed. Uh, Swerve trying to uh, outpower the larger opponent. Uh, Reed teases a super pile driver, but Swerve counters with a tornado DDT to Reed. Uh, we have a Mori driver or Mori driver to Swerve followed by a kick out. Then Swerve hits his uh, finisher, the house call. It's kind of like an insiguri to the back of the head to read and the pin and the win. I don't know why they don't pull the trigger on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah, it's a consecutive loss for him. Um, I wonder if this is... Uh, no, no, um, Swerve w- won this match, but I don't know why oh. they don't oh, pull, pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, I know the next pay-per-view is war game, so it's not like they're going to build up title matches here, but I still think he needs he needs to win the North American title eventually down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Oh, where's Velveteen Dream? Injured. For how long? What was it? It was a back. Uh, was it really? Yeah. No, he's legit injured. Okay. I don't know if it's his back or his, but it was something to be like. He'll I be sidelined for months. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and take over. I'm like, just saying. You no, know, he'll be like he'll fucking he'll be in a bed in the in the ramp and just say ah, I'm the dream and everybody's gonna love him and then out dream over. They'll just inject him with some of John Cena's blood and he'll be fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Then we have Kathy Kelly on the NXT Tower. She informs us that Mitt Riddle was taken out of the uh, War Games match, and it's in a singles match against Balor. We talked about that already. Then we have Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane, but oh no, it never happens because uh, Damian Priest doesn't like to see wrestling matches. He comes out and attacks uh, Killian Dane and then goes after Pete Dunne. They all fight. So That's good. Are you looking at your story that you posted with the Beatles song? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not. I'm kidding. Uh, then we have um, Kathy Kelly backstage with Mia Yim. Uh, Mia Yim feels like she needs to be the one to stand out and look over her shoulder tonight because, uh, you know, women are being taken out left and right. We don't know who it is. No, no. Taking them out. It could, be w, it could be SmackDown. It could be Raw. It could be someone else. We don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Um, so then uh, Dakota Kai walks in. She says, hey. Hey Mia, I, I just I just want to say there's there's no hard feelings. No hard feelings here. About, you know I am Dakota Kai. You are Mia Yim. And you know yeah, you I can do, do your thing. I, I just so want to say that like I'm not mad about anything. No mad about anything. Mia, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't, why would you be mad at anything? No, I'm kidding. Uh, talking about last week, I respect like, your Mia spot. Yim you know, being picked. You had an opportunity. For, you made it, and you went for you, it. You went for it. So um, hold that that fast talking New Zealand accent. And there's still is, no, there's not a spot. Okay, anyways, let's get into the main event. Mia Yim versus Io Shirai. Um, there was a spot, though, where, you know, and I know this has been said by anything, but I think Mia Yim has fucking taken the beating of the week, man. In this yeah, match. no, she, I think Moxley and Omega had a, a came, was, off, came off feeling better than Mia Yim. Because I, I was legit feeling concerned for her at a certain point. Um, oh, yeah, no, because there was so much I legit, blood. There was, not even it the was blood. a faucet it, running down her not, nose. Not even the blood that got to me. It was the fact that, okay, so the match happens. There's a ladder that falls on the face of Mia Yim. She's bleeding profusely. Uh, then eventually Dakota Kai comes out, and I was wondering, everyone's like, oh, she's going to turn on her, you know. She's going to join Shayna Baszler's team. Um, but she kind of just, like, picks up Mia Yim, and I wonder why she's out there. And it seems like she's there to guide Mia Yim. You know, and I wonder if she was fully concussed, what's going on with Mia Yim, because she didn't look like she was climbing up the ladder at a certain point towards the end of the match, and she had this dazed look in her face, just like she, it just looked like oh, someone. Dude, they were stalling. They were like, like, they were super stalling with all the referees involved, and like, you see Io Shirai just like, just standing around like, ah, well, I think they were, they were really trying to check on yeah, Mia. Because, yeah, because, yeah, because we're, we're looking at something serious here. Um, Shirai, oh, and Shirai was dressed exactly like the ladder, too. Black and yellow. <laughs> so, I thought yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, th- I mean, it's NXT. Everything's black and yellow. And even, uh, you know, uh, Kai does hit a sit-down powerbomb to Io Shirai, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, then eventually, uh, Mia Yim's climbing up the ladder after uh, Dakota Kai puts her in the ring. Like I said, guiding her into the ring because, you know what I mean? Like, it's, Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a... A sense of urgency. I think, like, she, I think she wants to just prove her go. worth. I think she wants to She wants to help out just the way Mia oh. Yim... No, she wants to help out Mia Yim just the way that Mia Yim was helping out Dakota. Storyline-wise, Just to yes. look, just to make sure that, you know... Storyline-wise. Just to help out because that's what that's where what Mia Yim got. But that, I th- that, that's I th- where Mia Yim got to her. I think they sent her or, down there to, to fucking be like... like I, no, where she might being, be being, being uh, yeah. Help her out. Yeah. And it made sense for her to go out there. Directing traffic. And then all of a sudden, 
Ky- Kaylee Ray? I, I haven't watched NXT. Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. No, Kaylee Ray. It's Kaylee, Kylie Ray is the one yeah. that... Yeah. Kaylee Ray appears and throws uh, Kai into a ring post, uh, pushes Yim off the ladder. Uh, Io Shirai then climbs up and grabs the metaphorical briefcase or the symbolic briefcase. Because, they're, like, of course the heel's got to win, yeah. right? Like, it wouldn't make sense for a War Games match to have face... The, the face outnumber the heels. Yeah. Um, then uh, Bianca Belair comes out. Kaylee Ray is now named to Team Shayna. Um, so, you know, that team is loaded because that's uh, Kaylee Ray, Bianca Belair, uh, Io Shirai, and Shayna Baszler. It also has Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir uh, accompanying the outside. them on the outside. So they have a, a six person team. Will they overcome the odds, Corey? I don't know. Probably. We'll see. Um, That'd be so funny if everybody in the War Games match just beat the shit out of Shayna Baszler just for no reason. They're just like, you know what? Remember when you were talking shit to all of us a couple months ago? Baszler beat all of those women except Except for for Ripley. Except for Kaylee Ray, right? Yeah, and Kaylee Ray and Ripley are the only two people who... You didn't beat me. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, no, de- Ray, I definitely Ray, did. Rep, Ray Ripley was like, you didn't beat me. And then Kaylee Ray is going to say, you didn't beat me. And then Dakota Kai's like, you well, you, you beat me. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, she's outside just crying again. <laughs> I want to be a part of the team. NXT. But Shayna Baszler, no, she comes oh. out. She's standing up at the top of the ramp. And oh, no, Bailey attacks was- her with a chair. Yep. And then throws, uh, does kind of like a, a move where she slams Shayna's face into the title. Baszler the and Bailey, they come out. They look like siblings. I think it's they the eyeliner, do. and this is the way they both talk. Yeah. They look related. You they- know what? What? You know what, Bailey? What? I need to use the bathroom. What? I need to do my makeup. Hold on. No, hurry up, Mom. Hey, don't tell. Stop telling. Leave Shut your- up. Leave your sister alone. God. Shut up, I'm going to tell your dad. Dad, what? what? <laughs> uh, Adam Cole's the big brother. What an unstable family that is. I know. Triple H is the dad. So, you, you know my... um. My, I was thinking about this earlier. You know how Triple H is pushing kind of Shayna Baszler, and I think he pushes her because because she's champion. No, because he's pushing her. I think because his daughter's a fan of Shayna, and I think that's how he chooses who he pushes in the women's division. Um, that's okay, why. So that's AC, why, so ACH, uh, get on that. <laughs> um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, but I think that's the reason why Sasha and Bailey were over when her, his daughter was younger. Because you see Bailey, she kind of uh, was more of into the. <sighs> yeah, it was guess, more appealing to the younger crowd. Same with Sasha Banks. I'm still really cold on Bailey. She's champion and everything. Oh, I, I hate the new Bailey. I yeah. hate the new Bailey. It's just. Bailey. I don't hate the new Bailey. Like, granted, it was time. Like, oh, she's w- been she's been doing the thing that she's been doing for. Bailey's like, got to come back. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Yeah, no, and I no doubt she's like that. She'll she'll eventually come back, or at least you know, kind of evolve out of that and character. Like, I want to see like an '80s movie montage where she's like training and like mm-hmm. sewing up the um the Bailey buddies, like and saying I'm sorry to them, and like I mean, it's whatever. It is what it is. And that's how we end the B show. Yeah, this week. Uh, it's never gonna stop, Corey. Never oh. gonna stop. Yeah, oh God! Yes. Um, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR Four and Five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Not gonna promise this show on Saturday, but hey, I'm gonna try. Um, no, no one cares about SmackDown. But me and you will be back in here next week, next Wednesday. Ah, I could hear all of that. Yep. Uh, I'll, we'll be back in the B, the B Show studio in the Diamond Studio next week, uh, talking about AEW Dynamite again, NXT, and next week we'll be doing our predictions for War Games. Oh yeah, that's that hat. That's, that's a, happening. That's a week from Saturday. Oh yeah, shit. So get ready to make your predictions, Mike. War Games. War Games. I'll get that sound effect ready. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful uh, Thursday evening. Uh, a wonderful Friday, and I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh.